0: Welcome to the Tree My Dog Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Tree My Dog Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jeff. Y'all, thanks for listening this week. I uh, got a great interview coming up here in a minute. Uh, but first, I just got to say, I got a great wife, Jeff. Let me tell you why. Friday was my anniversary. Mm-hmm. 16 years I've been married to this woman. And where was I at Friday night? The Sheridan, Arkansas,
1: UKC hunt.
0: I was. I was at a coon hunt. She was nice enough to let me go coon hunting on my anniversary. The bad part about it is I did not win. (laughs) (laughs) So other than that, uh, Jeff, did you hunt much last week? I hunted one day. You hunted one night. Mm -mm -mm. Better than none. Our listeners are gonna judge you. I know. I am going to Judge you harshly for this.
1: I feel like you're judging me too. I'm not judging you, but yeah, I yeah. don't care. You're not yeah. bothering me a bit. No. I know yep. you
0: got priorities and you got to work on things and you got you got your other job that you're working on. Um, but uh I went a few nights, got old Briar back out, he treated him a coon. Right off the bat, Sunday night after we recorded, uh, me and John Harris went. Uh, Lucy treated her one. Um uh, Pretty nice little deal. A couple coons. Treed pretty quick back in the box and home. Uh, then me and you went the next night and mm, surprise, surprise, boy put something in a hole. Surprise. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it was though. Don't know what it was. We didn't see nothing in the hole, but we all know we got a pretty good idea what it was. But we didn't see it, so we can't, you know, can't fault him on it. Um, Crank did a little something. He treed, not sure what he had. We couldn't it was just, Goes, went up to a big, big, leafy tree. Uh, a lot of vines. A lot of vines. Couldn't really find nothing, but couldn't really shine it either, so um. giving the benefit of the doubt on that one. Uh, I didn't get to hunt much this week either, much, near as much as I want to. This cool weather come in like it has uh, really aggravating me. I didn't get to hunt very much. Um, I'm going tonight after we record. I'm taking briar out. i got to him tuned up for the youth hunt. Uh, yep which is coming up October 7th in Clarksville, Arkansas, the Arkansas State UKC Youth Hunt. Uh, You got a kid needs to hunt, wants to hunt, got a dog, get them out in it. Uh, Gonna be a good time. They're gonna have a, uh, what are they gonna do? Have a bench show, a water race, a treeing contest. Squalling contest. Squalling contest and then a night hunt and they're gonna have some good food up there. Uh, good prizes for all the kids. Uh, if you want to donate, get with Tony Ellis or Jared Washburn on Facebook and they'll tell you how mm-hmm. to get stuff donated to them. Uh, it's for a good cause, good time. Come on out if you can, if you can't, if you can donate, do it. If you can't, no big deal. Uh, like I said, I'm going hunting this week a bunch cause it's going to be cool weather. I'm going to try to get out there a bunch this week. I think summertime is finally broke. Hopefully. You just jinxed it. Probably so, but right now it looks pretty good. Shame on you, I know. Shame, shame, shame. Um, yeah, so I gotta get Briar tuned up for the youth hunt. Uh, you're gonna get Copper tuned up for uh-huh. the youth hunt for Jared yep. for Remy to hunt. Yes, uh, let's see what else is going on. That's about it, ain't it? Mm, uh, got the Shriners hunt coming up, don't we? Yeah, Shriners hunt's coming up on the 23rd. Y'all get with Zach Gravetti yep. and find out some details on that um other than that jeff i think we're gonna try to get into this interview it's a good one this week black and tan man jeff brown uh so y'all sit back listen and enjoy we'll be right back all right jeff tonight on the podcast we have mr jeff brown from Bearden, arkansas jeff how are you
2: doing fine
0: uh we're great enjoying this cooler weather for sure definitely (laughs) It's so much nicer to turn a dog loose when it's, you know, 40% humidity instead of 120% humidity. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 It helps the dog and and us. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, so, I know you don't hunt just a whole lot anymore. I know Jordan hunts for you mostly. But uh, but we're going to get you on here and get your uh, years of wisdom and insight the coon hunting. Get on here and talk about that and hunting hunting the great state of michigan where y'all are from so let's uh go ahead and get started and tell us a little bit about yourself
2: well i was born and raised in michigan i lived there until i was well i'm 65 now i lived there till i was 49 i moved down here right. um uh, pretty much did everything up there you know rabbit hunted squirrel hunted pheasant hunted coon hunted Deer on a little bit of everything, but I always enjoyed the coon hunting more than anything. But anything with a dog always, is, to me, was always more exciting.
0: Right. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure.
1: So, so you say you started you coon hunted up there. So when, when, and how did you get your start in coon hunting? Well, I, my
2: first experience, I actually first started out rabbit hunting. dad had bought a beagle and that's really what i learned about dogs was from rabbit dogs right and then i think i when i got like 16 i really got what got the itch to coon hunt and um you know i'd heard my dad tell stories about it you know he he had bought a dog here and there but they never were was worth a count but um then you know you just you get to go and hunting with somebody. Me and my older brother. I think my older brother he would bought a dog and you know went with went without without you know out there with it. It didn't matter what it was. It could be a red bone. It could be a red tick or a blue tick. We didn't care what is. All we knew is it was a hound. So we, we tried everything. You know. Right.
0: Of course. Yeah. We we all we all start. I think we don't ever settle on one our first dog. I think uh, we all go through <laughs> all the breeds before we yep. find one out. So.
2: Yeah my my first dog that i ever bought was a mountain cur and you know back then uh, you know the hides was pretty good money back then and uh um you know i don't i don't remember how many coon he treated that particular night the first night but i ended up paying for him you know that first night so right you know i thought that that to me i thought that was really cool back in the day but you know he was just an old dog you know he would tree a coon tree a squirrel you know and you know just you know he wouldn't be much today but you know but back then he would he meant a lot to me back then you know
0: well that's all that matters you know it don't matter what they do as long as you're happy with them yeah so you started out with a a cur dog that tricked him. what uh well i know you hunt black tans now how did you get started with that breed and how did you come about that
2: well i'd kind of Lean was leaning towards the Walker dogs for a while there. Back when um, uh, we first found out about these magazines, you know, like Full Cry and American Cooner, right? And uh, my brother had ordered one of them, so I'd be looking through there. You know, you see all these ads; you're just in all of them. Oh yeah. But I remember, I remember House's Tom Tom had won the won the World Hunt, and it was I don't remember what year that was, it, I don't know when he won it, but you know that was the ACHA World Hunt. Right. And um, but I just remember those ads and the the picture on there was just so awesome. So I, you know, started and it was easier to find a Walker dog, you know. Um, but I I had lived in town. I grew up in town. And right after I graduated, we moved out into the country. Well, just a few miles down the road from me, um, there was a big farmer and he had black and tans. And uh, yeah, I'd seen him at a couple of the hunts, you know. I just, you know said hi. And that was it. He didn't know me, you know, or nothing. And just one day I just swung by there. It was in the winter time. I swung by there, knocked on the door. And, and at that time he had a, you know, it wouldn't be nothing in today's world of kennels, but back then it was just unbelievable. You know, he had a building and he had kennels running off the building. He had a wood stove in there for the winter and (laughs) water, you know, piped right in there. I'm like, man, this was just awesome and I had two walker pups in and I was looking for an old dog to get them started. Right. And he said, uh, you know, I was looking, you know, I was still in college and I said, you know, I just, you know, I'm thinking, you know, $500, I could find me a pretty good dog, you know, back then. And he said, you don't need to find one. He said, you, you can hunt one of these. So that's what I started doing. And, and I just kind of went back, you know, I just stayed with them, you know, cause they, they just did me good the guy did me good and, and the, the black dogs did me good you know I, I never had to have always had something coming on with them right you know something that i liked
0: right but, so um, you were uh, hunting the comp hunts then too uh,
2: just i i think i took my brother my brother had a walker dog i took took him a, a time or two you know when you're first hunt or something you and you know, a a regular hunt would, they might have 60 dogs there. Right. You know, it was, you know, it was a bunch back then, you know, and, and I was just in awe and I didn't really know my dog and all that kind of stuff, you know, but, but once I started hunting with, uh, his name was Alan Johnson. Once I started hunting with him and, uh, you know, he, he took me to a couple hunts and I was handling one of his dogs for him and, and I, I got beat and, uh, he's, he said something to me, you know, like, and, uh, he said, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it kind of put a fire in me. So I started hunting by myself, just being that dog. And I knew every bark he made, you know, and right. I, I really did win a lot of casts with that dog, a bunch. I, 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 I don't know how many in today's standard, he probably would have been a, you know, a grand night three or four or something like that back then. You know, I just, wow. but I never got, but I never got a first place on him. Right. so that you know but and then he had a you know he had some other dogs he in 1980 he bought uh the high score in black and tan female and uh he bred a young male dog to that and that's really the strain of dogs I ended up with until I'm gonna say maybe 10 years ago I right. had that strain for probably 40 years wow you know, 30 years anyways yes yeah. and I you know they all didn't turn out just like everything but I always had something that, that could compete, you know, so. Right. Wow. Um, so that, that strain of black dogs is really good to me. But then the last couple of females, I, I kind of leaned, started toward leaning towards females and they just like wouldn't come in heat or they had a weird heat cycle. And I, you know, and, and the, the last grand night female I had, she only had two litters and the, like the first litter half of the pups would hunt off the face of the earth but had very little tree the other half had a lot of tree but was lazy you know i never got that that right dog you know and then and that's just how it was so then she never came in heat again so it's just one of the deals you know you just yeah you, you hate to see it but you you just go on you know well that's uh so you went from those
0: that strain of dogs to tell us about what you're hunting now i know you got charlie now and he's he's getting up there in his wins I know he he don't like much from being he's got to be getting close to hall of fame on cast wins doesn't he
2: yeah he's got 32 wins so if we would have thought about this like the the first year I bought him you know we would have pushed him harder but you know we just wanted to make him grand night and that was it you know right and then maybe hunt him in some you know a few bigger hunts or something and But then I I really didn't know nothing about that Hall of Fame. So, you know, this past year we started pushing for that. And uh, so we got 18 more to go, which, you know, I mean, that's a pretty big number, but I think we can do it.
0: That's definitely doable. I mean, especially we got a lot of hunts coming up the rest of this year. Right. You know, and he's he's still in good health. I mean, he he ain't scared to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I
0: I I know that none of us do real good, what, Friday night at Sheridan Hunt? I know. yeah that's what he said yeah yeah, it was it was horrible hunting i think the only cast that treed coons were the two registered casts, and i think jared put them both on coons i don't know how he managed that but (laughs) glad somebody looked at coons anyway but
2: yeah it it happens though i don't care you can have the best dog in the world and it just it happens
0: yeah i don't we struck and struck a couple times and just couldn't I Couldn't never get nothing strung together for us, but uh, anyway. So you got Charlie. Where did he come from? Where was he out of?
2: He's off a of, uh, Keith and Candy Pennington's Darla female.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. And and uh, and I think the guy's name is Harold Collins. They had a dog called uh, Joe. And Joe was he's a single registered black and tan, and he was half Walker and half black and tan. So Charlie is actually a quarter Walker. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. So the purest, the purest in the breed don't like that. But you know, if they really look back, all the black dogs got some Walker in them, probably some red bone in them, some blue ticks. I, I can tell you some stories that you know.
0: Right. I mean, there's yeah. no,
2: there's nothing, there's nothing true purebred at all.
0: No, I don't believe Not that. I think all. everything's yeah. got a little bit of everything in it. and That's and, right. And these breed wars that we got going on with, with the walker and the English and the black and tans and, and whatever else. Yeah. You know, it's just, just all pointless anyway because yeah. they're all coon dogs that tree coons and it don't matter what color they are. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So, so you got, Charlie, you got anything coming up behind Charlie
2: right now? I've got a little female that um, I just... Uh, picked up in june um she is off of uh chad mccoyne's rapper dog um rapper was a you know pretty big name stud dog back in the day he's about 12 13 years old now right but she's a night champion um you know i've only hunted her a couple times um i bought a dog off the guy i got her from that was uh jj mellon he's in indiana and um the other female i'd bought he had told me you know everything about her and i just bought her off you know basically never hunted with her and he told me that exactly how she was and that's how she was he told me this one and you know so i'm taking him at his word and what couple times we've hunted her that's the way she was you know right. she likes to be by herself that's a plus. she uh she hunts <laughs> yeah she hunts she hunts pretty good but she, she don't got that uh in my opinion, she ain't got that little extra, like say Charlie does, where he'll get up and get through the country if you ask to, you know. But, but I'm only hunted her a couple times, so. Right. I think I think she, you know, I think she's more, in my opinion, probably gonna be a little Patchwoods dog, you know. Right. Something like over around Marianne or something like that. I think she'd really look good.
0: That's something yeah. we're all gonna need for too long if they right. keep logging like they are. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't ain't that a kid. Uh. So. Uh, That's true. Does she have a better handle than Charlie?
2: Uh, can't really say. Yeah, Charlie ain't got no handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she probably has a little better. I mean, it doesn't take much to be better than him.
0: No. <laughs> so. Poor Jordan. I, I know we've left him in the woods so many times going after that dog. And, you, you yep. know, he, he can't can't help him. I mean, you can't help him catch him because he, he, you
2: just can't. No. So. no. <laughs> but, you know, there's times that, that hurts you in a, in a hunt but there's times that's going to help you too. Correct. So you just got to take the good with the bad, you know? Right, yeah. And uh, so, (laughs) you know, it it all comes out in the wash sooner or later, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, right. (laughs) So uh, what do you look for when you're looking at getting a new pup?
2: Well, I've kind of got away from getting from pups, but I'm telling you, the, the best thing to do, like I used to raise all mine, and not that i always pick the best one or anything like that cuz there's been ones i picked up that i picked out that was like nah they never would tree you know what i mean uh, right. i have actually had better luck when the kids when jordan was little my daughter holly was little when they would just pick one that that's honestly God true when they would just pick one it seemed like it turned out better than whatever one i picked <laughs> out you know? so so i think you just close your eyes and grab one that's right. you know because we don't nobody knows yeah. nobody knows
0: right yeah you, you can pick the prettiest or the ugliest. it don't matter yeah. what what it looks like i mean it, yeah it, you, you never know, you, know till you start taking it
2: exactly you know somebody if, if i raise a litter pup and somebody comes out there and i turn the pups loose most of the people look for the one that's you know going out in the woods and that kind of thing right yeah well that might that might be the only time that pup ever did that you know uh mm-hmm you know it might that might have been like the laziest one but it just had to do that the first time you know but you know it's it's just really hard you you can't really go on anything in my opinion as far as that you know um like i said my the kids picked out better ones than i ever did so (laughs) there you go
0: (laughs) better be lucky than good any day right that's right
2: that's right (laughs) so starting
0: out what would you what advice would you give somebody if they would come to you and wanted to start coon hunting what 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 could you tell them that would help them along the way
2: well i would tell them to get with somebody that has a good reputation make friends with them go hunt with them as much as you can learn what they can tell you learn from what you see out there um, try to go with you know a few different people and um, you know don't get hung up on buying a pup or something and i'm not against buying puppies starting off first because a, a kid can't he can't go out and buy a you know three four thousand dollar dog and, right. and right. you know he can't do it you know um i know a lot of the people that you've talked to and stuff on your podcast that you know they said you know get an older dog but well, that's hard for him to do that yeah. right but but if a kid can't somebody and let's say he gets a pup from from them or whatever. My biggest thing is don't take the puppy home. Keep that puppy close to what, whatever dog he's going to hunt with, like kill him next to him. Wow. Cause that pup, uh, he, he learns more from that dog than he will from me or you. Right. Yeah. And uh, the, cause I've noticed when I did it, I got a pup, I go hunting with this guy and the pup don't do nothing. I go hunting with this guy, pup don't do nothing. The pup, he doesn't, he 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 can't make friends, so to speak, with one of those dogs. He he doesn't know. So right. if that pup is kindled next to them, he he kinda picks up with them, and it's like, Oh, I, that's my buddy there next to me, you know, right. type of thing.
0: Hmm. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. I ain't yeah. never thought about
2: that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've I've I always when I've got a pup, I try to put that pup next to the kennel with the dog I'm gonna hunt with. Right. You know. So that that's uh, how I've had my best luck
0: anyways. So I forgot to send these add some. We added some questions to the, to the list uh, at a request of another listener, uh, about equipment that you use and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. what, a what type of light, what, I know y'all use a Garmin, uh, what lights do y'all yeah. run? I, I ain't ever paid no attention. Uh,
2: we've, I've, we've been using the bright eyes. Um, the, i've used you know multiple ones you know back when i first started you know my first light was a bill Boatman light the heavy as a car battery on your side right and uh you know then i found out about wheat lights and i liked the wheat lights and i went to the uh i can't remember what the other one is uh night lights i went with that and then i went back to the wheat light and then they started coming up with all these you know more brighter lights and um, i've had a bunch of them but, I, I stayed with Bright Eyes over the last several years. Um, they've always did me good. Um, and one thing, uh, Mr. Philip Heron, he's a dealer, and he sells them to me at cost. Really? You know, I didn't, I didn't know fit. that. Yes. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the His Bright Eyes. I really on. do.
2: All of- they're all good lights. I mean, well, there's nothing wrong with any of the ones I saw. You know, they're all, I mean, how could you measure the brightness or whatever, you know, against each other? Because they're all just, they're almost all identical, really. Right, you know, right. to me, you know, maybe yeah. a, a switch or a knob or something like that might be a little different. Yeah. But yeah, but they're all really good lights. Yeah. yeah. All of them. And I, I hunt with the boss.
0: Jeff hunts with the sunspot. I think mm-hmm. that's all Jared hunts with now is sunspots um my cousin just got him with bright eyes and he loves it uh one of the kids that hunts with us has a superior light and it's it's super nice light it's, it's real nice yeah so i mean like i'm like you can't go wrong we would just pick whichever one you think's the best looking and yep. go with it
2: <laughs> yeah yep. like yeah like i
1: said when i first started you know i i bought like the local you might have heard it, Hunter's Refuge. Here in White, Right here uh-huh. by Wai- in Waha. Well, one day I was yes. in there, and uh, i just been using, you know, one of them Black & Decker spotlights from Walmart when I first started coon hunting. Yeah. And uh, one day I just happened to be in there, and they had a, I can't even remember the name, it was gator or something, you know, and, it, and it was, all it was is a spotlight with a battery pack with a rubber band around a bump cap. I yeah. used it forever. Then I bought a. I used Dakota light, and I loved that light. And then the red light fell off. I actually, fell off, and I lost it. And I still, I still got it. My daughter uses it still to this yep. day. And I used it all the way up till I bought my Sunspot.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I've used laser yeah, I, torch I, and Boss. I, I like them all. It don't matter.
2: Yeah, I, I've had the the. Valley Creek lights. i back in the day, they was bandit lights, uh, raw dog. Um, man, I don't know what else I've had. I've <laughs> had so many of them, you know, right. but, uh, you know, but like I said, since, since I moved down, I had, I had bright eyes when I lived in Michigan too. And then, uh, but since I moved down here, you know, Mr. Phillip, he's a, he's a dealer. So I, I get them from him. And like I said, he, he doesn't charge me you know i I get them at his cost so right that's a good deal uh, you know that's a yeah it's a little bit cheaper i mean not that it's a lot cheaper but you know fifty dollars is fifty dollars that's right that's that's, that's a couple entries
0: (laughs) (laughs) especially especially
2: with
1: the way the economy is nowadays
2: you ain't kidding
0: so that that old bill boatman light was that was that was that the sunburst light is that what they called them
2: oh it was way before that way before the sunburst Yes, it was so heavy, and it, it had a strap that went over your shoulder, <laughs> and the light was so big, and, and it, it, had, it had like a walking light, and then, but the the main beam, you know, like the floodlight or whatever you want to call it, you had to, you know, like turn it up on your side, you know? Right. And it was just so, it was just, it was not thought through, I can tell you that, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah, huh. I, I remember... My dad had bought this, uh, he, it was a black and tan, it was half black and tan and half cur, and my brother had a walker dog out there, and I had them two dogs out there, and the black that black and tan was so bad after possums, and they treed, and, and I'm trying to, and I saw eyes way up there, I'm like, this is not a possum, and uh, I'm shining up there, and you try to hold that, and man, it was like eight pounds, you know, trying to hold that light, <laughs> And then trying to shoot open sights with it and huh. uh, end up being a big old possum. So, but anyways, <laughs> I mean, it was just so, it was just so hard to shine and and, and it was just horrible. You yeah. know, yeah. and so heavy, man.
0: Well, so I, heavy. Yeah, I missed, I'm glad I missed out on that deal. So mm-hmm. I started out with a little six-foot nightlight. So, I, <laughs> yeah, we, we've come a long way as coon hunters, ain't we? Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Did, so, uh, do y'all have a preferred squalor that y'all like to stick with
2: uh none i tell you from what i can see i like to carry a a couple different ones because it seems like at at one time this this kind will work and then they won't work another time and then you try that one and they'll look you know and i don't understand it i'm the worst word i i I can't blow a squalor to me it does not sound right somebody else blow the same somebody else blow it and it sounds right and but when I (laughs) I did better back in the day just using my hand and mouth without ever you know but I I can't do that no more don't you know I just can't do it (laughs) I get out of breath too quick
1: (laughs) I know uh you know I I've had a bad man squalor since I started hunting and which I got yep I've had them I got a zeps and I got a, a tree shaker but I always carry my bad man and you know like you said there's times I can blow it and I'm like you. I'm not the world's best squaller. You know, I make it. I, I think I do it good enough to make the eyes look. But like say David starts using his, I'm like, okay, I don't sound nothing like that. But, right? Uh,
2: yeah, that's me.
1: <laughs> and uh, but you know, there'll be times like he'll, I'll be squalling a tree and I can't get eyes looking. and he squalls with his squaller, and got eyes. Yep. And there's yep. times I, and David was there. Was that night where I was squalling, we got the coon to look. I was trying to get it to look again for video, and next thing I know, that coon done came down that tree and got, what, about five foot off the
2: ground?
0: Yeah, it was coming down the tree. Yeah, it was, it was coming out
2: huh. <laughs> Yep, yeah, I, I like it but when I, it come down. Yeah, but like you said, I, I've had, man, I who knows how many different brands Zeps. Yeah. Uh, what, they used to have, a, I don't know if they still have that, what do they call it, two eyes looking down or something like that? I think that was a brand they had. And, <laughs> Uh, you know, whatever, whatever I, I see new on the market, I'd try it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've got,
0: I've got quite a few and I like all of them. Yeah. I carry one usually, but I'm, yeah, I have carried up to three at one time. And, and like you said, you, you blow one, nothing happens. You blow the next one. This sucker's liable to crawl right on yeah. down the tree and try to whoop right. the dogs. You don't ever know.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, right. uh, <clears throat> excuse me. so with the, you know, pro sports with the big money hunts and big truck hunts and all that what do you think or how do you think the growth of our sport is coming along
2: well i got mixed emotions on that as far as growth in the in the sport i don't think we have the growth because the kids just don't I, i can't tell you how many times i've tried to get a kid just come hunt I've even told a couple of them, you know, and not just kids, I'm talking young adults, too, you know, like 25 and under. Right. You know, I said, hey, I got, I got a dog here you can hunt. I'll pay for the, you know, I asked him if you would be interested in uh, competition hunting. Oh, they say, yeah, but, you know, they never show up, you know. Right. And I, I'll invite them every, you know, about every weekend we go, but nobody takes me up, you know. So I, as far as that, you know, it's just – the kids just seem like they're not into the outdoors like say we were in our day. I guess they got more stuff they can do. But, yeah, right. Uh, you know, but so there's not as many kids into it. Um, I do like seeing like say the pro sports and or, or yeah, I think that's what it's called. You know, where they're hunting for a truck every month. Right. You know, you like seeing that, and really with the entry fee, what is it, twelve fifty? Yeah,
0: I, I think mean that's it a 26. lot of
2: money. Yeah, I mean it's not a lot of money, but it is a lot of money. The, you know, the average working man, you know, it's hard, be hard to drop that much money. I did have Charlie in one, the one that was going to have in Dumas, and then that hunt got canceled. I actually, I actually pulled him out before the it got canceled, but uh, you know, it got canceled. So, I, you know, yeah, I can, I could probably do that maybe once a year. Right. But um, you know, but i mean for the average working man that's a lot of money yeah
0: it is and, and i think it's a good deal i think they've even dropped some entry fees down i think they have some 500 hundred dollar hunts now yeah in yeah. the pro sports so and, that's and, a good deal
2: yeah you know but like i said you know you like to see a dog capable of winning that kind of hunt but you know it doesn't really take away from the dog at the local hunt either i you know in my opinion you know some of the people they kind of look down at, you know, oh, you only hunt this hunt, you know. Yeah. But they don't, you know, just because a man can't afford it, you know.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking the know, same
2: thing. You know. But, you know, I don't have nothing against them guys. You know, if they can got the money and can push a dog, you know, uh, I'm all for it. But just don't, you know, just don't look down on a common man, you know. All right, exactly. Because he can't.
0: Exactly. And I, I think there's a little bit of that in their sport, too. Uh, yeah. Even around here with, you know you know the pkc guys and the ukc guys you know i don't know i've always felt that the pkc guys thought that they were a little better than the ukc guys i, I don't know yeah, if that, so, yeah you know i don't know if that's right really i don't true. know if
2: it's true right right you, you know, know i mean we hunt we hunt a little bit of both mostly ukc but that's what i grew up on right you know mm-hmm. Dr- growing up in michigan you, you know UKC's up there, you know, and that was just what it was back then, you know.
0: Yeah, and UKC um, is starting to step up now and put a little more money on their on their hunts, and yeah, you know, and they yeah. have the slam hunts now that you can hunt for, and you know, so they're yeah. trying to keep up with PKC, I guess, a little bit, but but you know, in my opinion, it, you have Coon and UKC to win. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah, and in that tournament of champions, I think, is the best deal going on, I in my opinion. Yeah, you gotta win five casts, but that's really not that much money. You gotta kick out, you know, if you can you know, for your entry fees, then you gotta yeah. pay, I can't remember what it was 150 bucks to enter or something like that.
0: Yeah, 150 for zones. A, and and then you're guaranteed yeah, so, if you win the zones, you're guaranteed I think a thousand dollars if you make it to Green, yeah, I think or that, Richmond yeah, or Greencastle, yeah. whichever one it is.
2: Yep, I think I think you're right. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I think that's the best deal going on right now as far as the average working man
0: can right. do. I like it, and I'm trying to yeah. get my wins, and it's hard to do.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. But like you said, you got to look at them coon.
0: So right, that, that's it, and that's that's why I like UKC just a little bit better. Uh, my dog's a little better suited for UKC. You know, he he does like to go back to mm-hmm. trees, which I really hate. But you know, PKC will get you scratched. UKC, it doesn't bother him. But you know, you know yeah. but I like going and training coons to win. I don't go in, I like going out there and, you know, having the least bad looking dog and getting my, my cast win, you know?
2: Right. You know, but the but only thing I'll say about the PKC guys, you know, that mainly hunt PKC, most of their dogs are more independent than the guys in the UKC for the most part. Right. You know, when I, when I first started out, you know, you'd have every dog on every tree, you know, they, there was no split tree in, you know, back in the day that, that was very seldom ever happened, you know, and now it's, you know, you're pretty much always walking to a split tree all the time Right now, you know, right. but uh, mo- most of the UKC hunts, you don't have near that as much as you do in the PKC hunts, right? You know, they're more so, I, a- so they're, so yeah, they're more independent. I, th- the dogs are that get mainly hunted PKC. Right. You know, which so Well,
0: I I like independence in a dog, but I don't mind one backing on a on a hot cone and and I don't mind another dog coming in and backing my dog. It don't bother me a bit. Me either. And they sure walk a lot in PKC.
2: (laughs) That's all I can say. that's that's why jordan's handling charlie there you you go he's younger and longer legged
0: (laughs) he's good at it too he does a good job handling. i've I've hunted with him several times and and we've always had a good time and and you got a good kid there he's he's got a good head on the shoulder he's a good handler and i love hunting with him i really do so I, i appreciate that so what has been your biggest achievement in coon hunting
2: i would say you know i i'll name a couple things but they're not the biggest but i'll I'll tell you i had the first black and tan ever to place in the final four at the baby stakes in pkc nice um yeah and uh back then we didn't they wouldn't let you hunt it off they made a split um but that was a, a long time ago right um you know i've had some dogs that won um you know like say me and my brother was partners on some dogs uh Uh, had one called Deacon. He, he won grand night at black and tan days. Uh, I had one called Joker. He, he placed at black and tan days. Um, of course, Jordan, he's handled Charlie and he placed him last year. And then the year before that, he, he had a double cast win up there, ended up like being fifth, but they only come, you know, they only placed like third place or something like that, whatever it was. Right. Um, but, um, but actually, my most uh, um, you know thing that I I'm glad that I've achieved, or I guess you I don't know if I have achieved it, but it's really Jordan being in a competition hunting and coon hunting. Now he don't like it as much as I did. I I had more fire than he did, and I tell him that all the time. <laughs> but uh, but you know I'm just glad he likes it and and, and enjoys it. You know? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like drawing out with Jordan. He's always good, and he he don't mind judging either, which is what I, I really like.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, with your biggest achievements there, what are your ultimate goals?
2: Well, some of them I've already met. Like, uh, I always wanted to you know produce a dog one black and tan days, and and um, I had a male and a female that produced a dog that. I didn't, it was my brother's dog, but you know, he won King of black and tan days one year. Um, but my goal, you know, always is basically the next hunt, but you know, I'd like to win the world hunt that probably will never happen, but you know, I'd like to win that tournament champions. That probably will never happen. The odds are against you. but
0: right. you know,
2: I, but I think right now, at least with Charlie, I think we got a dog that can compete doing it, you know,
0: Right. right. No. Yeah, I like Charlie. I don't like after the hunt trying to catch him, but I do, I do like Charlie. <laughs> he's, a, he's pretty good, and he's usually got a coon when he looks up, too, which is what I really, really yeah. like about him. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you've been hunting a while, long time now. So what has been... Oh, yeah what has been your most memorable hunt being competition or pleasure hunting?
2: Well, me and my best friend years ago, I mean, this is a long time ago. Um, it was coon season up in Michigan. Coon season opened up October 1st up there every year. And uh, I, it was sometime in October, maybe early November. Um, I had a couple black dogs and he had either a blue dog and a walker. He, I don't know if he had two or one, but the dogs had split up. And of course, we only always took one, you know, one gun. So I gave him the gun. I said, you go to your dog and just come back to me and I'll be over. You know, the dog's name was Preacher. I was. I said, I'll be over at Preacher Street. And uh, I don't know where I was to this day, but I, I remember coming up to a lake. And the dogs was treed on the other side of the lake, and I didn't know which way to go. You know, you you look to the left, and look to the right. So I went to the right. right. It looked like that was the easiest way around. I started walking down there, and it it was kind of like that stuff that kind of floats on the water.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, and back then we we didn't have like the boots that come all the way up to you know your waist. We had they was called coon hunter boots, and they just come up to your over your knees and then you'd roll them down when you're just walking or if you got in mm-hmm. water you pull, rolled them back up and uh i had them down and i'm walking on that kind of marshy stuff and i went through uh-huh. and all i yeah all i can remember i grabbed like a little tree i didn't have the gun that was a good thing i didn't have the gun so my buddy had it i grabbed this little tree and i never touched bottom and i was up to my uh chest oh wow oh. and i don't yeah, so I don't know how I got out, but I, I kept my senses, you know what I mean? I didn't panic, yeah. and I don't know why I didn't, because, you know, that's that's not normal. But I ended up making it out. I come back, and it was like a little park there. And I I remember sitting down. I made it out and got to that park, and I'm sitting on a picnic table, and I said, them dogs can stay there all day and all night. I don't care. I, <laughs> my buddy got, my buddy came back, his name was Johnny, he came back, he says, what's going on, Brown? And I told him, and so we started shooting, slapping the water, you know, and, and finally the dogs come off the tree and swam the lake back to us, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and like I said, I never hunted there before, don't know where that was to this day, and, right. and but yeah, that, that was pretty memorable right there. Yeah, I bet.
0: <laughs> I love it, I've tried that trick so many times, and, and, and it works every once in a while, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Usually it don't.
1: I think <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember who I was hunting with, but I was hunting with someone one night and it right when I got Riley and she had a tree on the other side of Hurricane Creek and Hurricane Creek was flooded. Yeah. And there wasn't no way for me to get around to her. And we was trying everything in the world to get her to come back. And I remember I would shoot up in a tree twice. And he, at the same time, I can't, like I said, I can't remember who I was with, but they pick up an old stump or log and throw it down there on bank by us down in the water and make a splash. And she looked at us. She quit barking, look at us, then go right back to the tree. And I'm like, come on. I'm not swimming this way. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's, it was middle of January. It was cold. I'm like, there ain't no way I'm swimming this. Yeah. She, she finally came back.
0: So... <laughs> Talking about that marshy stuff, how much difference is the terrain from Michigan to Arkansas?
2: Well, from where I live, I told my wife, when I first moved down here, um, I told her, I said, if I'd known the coon hunting would have been this bad in this area, I would have never moved here. (laughs) That's the truth. That's, you know, up there where I hunted mostly, it was a lot of farm ground and we would, park on the side of the road, cut the dogs loose into the woods. You know, the, the woods might be a quarter mile from the road, but, you know, you just cut them, shoot them down a the lane or whatever. Right. And uh, the all the woods is open. You know, it, it's easy walking. Now, if I went like hour and a half, two hours north of where I lived, you started getting into some rougher terrain. And I'd hunt that some of the time during coon season, just because, you know, back then it was... There wasn't as many houses, so I you know, I like to stay away from the houses, you know, be on some public ground. And I and I did sneak in on some private ground too, you know. Of but of course, of course. But um <laughs> and um but the coon were bigger, you had better races, you know, and back then, uh several years ago the you know, the hides were worth more money, you know, and I could kill say like I might get 15 or 20 tonight down around me and they bring me, you know, $5 a piece. Right. I can kill six coon up there and they're bringing me 25, $30 a piece. Yeah. You know? And I, yeah. You know, and it was just, it was just better hunting and I just liked it better up there. Um, but most of my hunting was around farm ground.
0: Right. Well, I know it's probably got worse since you moved down there where you're at. I know loggers ruin everything I, I am a logger and i know how i know how we do so
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I, well i've drove a log truck for since i've been down here a few years and i know what it's like in fact that's how i found some of my hunting spots it's, it's,
0: it's really nice isn't it you, you can find spots yeah. like that Yep. Yeah. so before we get off here let's uh talk about black dog superstars on facebook you started that group and have interviews with the black and tan guys from all over so let's talk about that for just a minute
2: well, I don't know why I even thought of that. Um, I just, I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of people, the people that get most of the credits, the ones running the ads all the time. And there's a lot of, you know, it's like, there's just a lot of people out there that don't blow up Facebook. that they right. really need their story told, you know? And, um, you know, some of the dogs, I just, some of them, I, when I first started, I just picked out a, a dog and, and it did a lot of winning and then i got to thinking about you know maybe doing some interviews um i'm on the black and tan association on the board and um i do interviews on that to put in the yearbook right and uh, and that's that's where i kind of got the idea of interviewing some of these people and then i'll i will use those and put them in the yearbook too and um but you know i got to interviewing some of the guys that i knew it had been around a long time in the breed and um some of them, some real characters, you know, some of them are really into bear hunting. Others was more into coon hunting, you know, but, you know, their their story need to, needs to be told because a lot of these, the younger generation just don't know about them, you know, right. and you know, and I just, I knew of them. They were older than me and, you know, it was kind of the guys I looked in the magazines and saw their ads. I'm like, and always, you you know, you kind of envied some of them guys, you know, right. Of course. So, and I just, I don't know. I just thought of it and started, started doing it. You know, I don't have a, it's not near as big as, you know, some of the other pages, you know, like black dog mafia, but you know, it is what it is. So
0: I like reading on there. What, 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 they have to say about, you know, some of the older school guys and, and that's kind of what we want to do with the podcast here. You know, everybody can talk to the world champion or national champion and all that, but, but nobody's talking to the guys out here night in night out out here making these dogs what they are and that that's what we want to do and it's kind of the same thing you're doing with black dog superstars and and i really like it really enjoy it so
2: yeah it's 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 been pretty interesting on some of them guys stories.
0: but i really want to get mr phillip on here get him to tell him some stories but uh been kind of hard i tried to get a whole thing real hard just yet i asked him about it and he said he'd think about it so we'll that's a start anyway
2: <laughs> yep there you go
0: um yep. <laughs> so before we get off here is there anybody you want to thank or mention and
2: well i mean my wife's she's put up with me for over 35 years now uh me coon hunting and and um uh, You know she's 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 always kind of understood it even though like when she was in college you know some of the her friends would say oh he's not coon hunting he's (laughs) you know he's going to the bars or whatever you know and she knew i was coon hunting she knew what them dogs meant to me and and then uh, of course jordan he's been in the uh, he's always you know i took him to the youth hunts and stuff and that's where he got started and now he's kind of he's kind of took over the hunting part anyways Right. he still ain't got the brain he still ain't got the brains like i've got but you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting there though he's getting there though yeah <laughs> i always tell him i said i taught you everything i knew or i taught you everything you know but i didn't teach you everything i know <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. well he's good to hunt with he's got he's a good kid and i like hunting with him so uh, you done a good job with him so i don't i appreciate it um well jeff i sure appreciate you coming on uh And anything you need, I know y'all are, Jordan's trying to get that club started down that way, back up. I told him anything he needs from us that we are more than welcome Mm -hmm. to help, more than happy to help. Uh, So, but uh, I guess uh, we'll let you go and we'll catch you at the next hunt.
2: Yes, sir. All right, man. appreciate you. All right. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jeff. Yep. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.
1: Uh, bye -bye. Man, that was a great interview with Mr. Jeff Brown. I'm really glad he took time and to sat down with us and talked with us
0: yeah i like I, i've always liked jeff since i met him um great guy great knowledge of dogs been hunting a long time don't know why he come to arkansas from michigan to coon hunt but he's here and we're glad for it you know I hunt with jordan a lot his son and i love hunting with jordan uh, i got to hunt with him once yeah i mean you you're missing a good time you need to come out and hunt with us one of these days when you get you a champion dog apparently
1: don't take much does it no it don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little inside joke and maybe one of these days we'll share it on the podcast but not today um yeah uh so anyway uh great interview with, with jeff brown coming on here talking to us um yeah, Jeff, I don't know what we got to talk about, man. The youth hunt's coming up. That's about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, got to get these kids ready. Got to get these dogs ready. You know, Briar's been laid up for two months. He looked like crap Friday night to hunt, which can't blame him. The only cast that treated Coons was was one of the registered casts, and I think Jared was on both of them casts. I think he got it on one hunted in the other one. Congratulations to him on his his cast win Friday night with uh, Bojack, yep. Jay Lash's dog that Jared was nice enough to handle for him. Got him his first cast win. That little dog's coming on real nice. Uh, man, I don't know. Do y'all want to donate something? Get with Tony or Jeff on Facebook. Tony Ellis or Jeff. Yeah, sorry. Jared Washburn. And um, get your stuff donated yep. if you want to donate. If you want to hunt, you can get... Me, I can give you the details on all that. Just, just y'all got a kid who wants to hunt, bring them on up there, it'd be a good time. Uh, Jeff, I don't know, I'm about ready to go hunting, so I guess we're gonna end it for this week. Uh, y'all stay tuned. Um, got some interviews coming up, lined up, coming up for the next couple weeks. Uh, if y'all like what you hear, go to Apple, leave us a rating and a review. Uh, that helps us get out there to other folks to listen. Uh, Spotify, you can leave a rating.
1: Look us up on Facebook.
0: Yeah, hit us up on Facebook at Tree My Dog Podcast on there. Uh, Jeff, uh, oh, if you're looking for information on black and tans, go to the Black Dog Superstars on Facebook. That's Jeff Brown's page. He does a lot of good work there. Uh-huh. Um, got some hunts coming up, Jeff, besides the youth hunt. bunch of UKC hunts between now and the end of the year. Get you five wins for yeah. the TOC. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, I don't know with anything else right now. No, nope. nope, me neither. Uh, will y'all take somebody new hunting? Yeah. Take a kid hunting? Please take a kid hunting. Yep. Um, they are the future. They are the future of the sport. Take a girl hunting. Um, take an old man that ain't been in twenty years. Jeff, you ain't got nothing else. No. I ain't got nothing else either. We going hunting, y'all.
1: See y'all.